Welcome to the Meme and Die podcast. My name is Cord Gamer. Joined with here with me, Knock.V and Muzio himself. Hello. Yo. So I guess we're three knuckleheads. We wanted to do a podcast, you know, as knuckleheads like to do these days. We're going to be podcasts focused around just covering a weekly podcast, of course, because none of us got time for daily podcasts. We're doing this every week. What are you not? uh, All right, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. (laughs) Okay, okay. Beautiful, beautiful start to the podcast Man, (laughs) Weekly podcast where we cover weekly news, generally gaming-ish media, I suppose, although we'll cover different topics. But today, as a pilot episode... It'll be a little bit different, a little bit of a different format. We got some introductory questions to, to allow you guys, the audience, to get to know us a little bit better. Um, the questions that we all prepared for, that we all communicated about, is listing our top five games and why we appreciate them. And a favorite song or two, because some people in here can't just say, oh yeah, my favorite <laughs> song is this. And they got to be extra, complain about needing a second song. <clears throat> Or five or ten. Or like a whole Spotify album of like a thousand ish. Yeah, that could you know, do it. I, I could yeah, yeah, I could do that too. Yeah. You know, uh, easily too. Sure. You know. Alright. But um <laughs> you know, I thought of this I thought of this I thought of this bit before uh I didn't tell you guys because I wanted to keep this bit a little bit of a surprise. Oh but no before you know you know i'm gonna pitch you on the spot museo all right all right yeah let's do it i want you to list off your top five games okay but i want to hear what knock thinks your top five games are and i want to give i'm gonna give my guess of what your top five games are and we'll do that for everybody oh that's odd oh that is rough Hey, right, it's just, you know, just fun little bit, fun little bit. All right, knock. I want you to guess. Right, you, you, you want me to guess? Okay. D- on d- the d- spot, on the spot, right now, right now. I'll tell you it. how many you get right as well. Okay. I think Pokemon Black and White would be on there. No, nope, it's not. No. Oh, VR Chat's definitely on there. Nope. What? I hate Are you that shitting game. me? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that game. Has like a thousand hours in it. <laughs> oh my god. Man. There's better games out there. There's got to be some um, Legend of Zelda games on there. There is, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Ocarina of Time. <laughs> <I'll> get- <laughs> no. All right, I'll give Dude, you one I more. One more, one, one more game you can guess. I think you've guessed four at this point. One more game I could guess. Um, yeah. yeah. You got two pretty See, easy. It feels like, like you put me more on the spot than you did Muzio. Yeah, no, right. Everyone will get their time on the spot. Come on, um, knock. there's like one easy one you can get. What? Jet Set Radio? Yeah! Let's All go! Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. I would, I would not have guessed Jet Set Radio. That was a good oh, one. Oh, dude, good I one. love right, that so game. I'm gonna it's guess, so much fun. Right, so, so I, I guess I'm cheating here a little bit. It's definitely, Breath of the Wild's definitely got to be on it. Yeah, that's the um, number one. Number one. <laughs> yeah. Siege is probably going to be on that. No, actually. Um, oh. Actually, I'm going to guess a Pokemon game of some sort because no, I don't. You got to get not... more specific. You got to get more specific than that. Dude, I don't know Pokemon games. I've talked about this a trillion times. I've talked about this game. I'm not a Nintendo nerd. Is it X and Y? this game. No. Is it Pokemon? That is up there. Is it Pokemon Ruby on Rails? <laughs> what are you talking about? No. <laughs> All right. 
All right, I, I got care. that one. It's a poke. It's a Pokemon. Okay. Yeah, I don't care. It's some sort of Pokemon game. I'm gonna guess a Final Fantasy game. No, actually, surprisingly. Really? No. All right. My top the games. Suspense. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. My top games are number one, Breath of the Wild. Number two, Jet Set Radio. Number three, Call of Duty Black Ops Two. I would uh, number guess four. That. Beat Saber, number five, Pokemon Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver. Oh, of course. Yeah. I loved that game as a kid. I still have a cartridge with like 398 hours of that Damn. game. Oh, yeah, baby. I loved that game. Breath of the Wild, Jet Set Radio are mainly up there because of their soundtracks, but also they pair really well with the game and the games are fun. And like, I don't know, Jet Set Radio, it's like, I'm still warming up to it, but the more that I play it, the more like fun I have with it. So it's been really nice. Black Ops 2, I love it for the campaign and just because it's it's a solid COD game. Beat Saber literally changed like the entire VR industry and like music games and stuff like that. Like nobody knew how to make a good VR like rhythm game until Beat Saber came out. So I admire that. And also it's a heck of a lot of fun. So there you go. Yeah, now I, I want to put you on the spot, Cord. Unexpected, oh, oh, out of left okay. field again. Oh, and really? I'm going to okay, try and please. guess your top five games. Oh, okay. It's not. All right. You've definitely Go got Call of Duty Black Ops 2 up there. Nope. Dang it. Undertale? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Okay. Hmm. No, I'm really not sure. Um, That one, uh, LA Noir? Nope. No. Portal 2? No. What? Okay, dang. Shoot, I don't even know what to guess for a fifth. When did you take me as a Portal 2 nerd? We literally played it the other I, night, and I told you I haven't finished the game. Yeah, but it's a fun game. I don't know. <laughs> How is that going to make it on my top five? How is that going to make it on my top five? You got one more guess. Okay, Rainbow Six Siege. Damn. Guess. All right, there you go. Yeah, okay. All right, now, I guess what do you think my top five games are? I, you gotta have Undertale in there. I, I honestly yeah, completely forgot about that yeah. game. Because I almost, wow. I almost would even put that on my favorite <laughs> list. But yeah, um, definitely Rainbow Six. Yep. Um, ooh, this is this is hard because I don't really know much in terms of what games you play. Would you Would you put Doki Doki Literature Literature Club? Ooh, on it? I will say that would be that would probably be six. That would oh, probably be my six. It didn't make ooh. the cut. It okay. didn't make the cut. No, it was an honorable mention. <laughs> I, I struggled with that one. I really did. That game's grown on me so much. I hate it. Okay, can you give, can you give me a hand here? Are there any Call of Duty games on there? Yes, there's one. Mm. Hmm. Oh, I, I would Big be surprised thing. if you guessed this one. Oh, okay. I would be surprised if you guessed this what one. Was it like Ghost or something? Hell no. I haven't even played that. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> what or? No. Okay, which one, which one is or something? Alright, so my top my top five games, I'll list them off and then I'll explain each of them why. Undertale is undoubtedly my favorite video of game course, of, of all time. Um and then underneath in no particular order, you got Bioshock. Oh Rainbow Six Siege. Halo 3 and Modern Warfare oh. 2. Y'all forgot Warfare I was a 2. Halo nerd. Whoa, 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 wait, oh, Modern Warfare course. 2, Holy like shit. the new one or the old one? No, Modern Warfare 2 is the old one from like uh, okay. 2009 to 2010. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Undertale, <laughs> undoubtedly one of the best video games ever created, not wow. only from the soundtrack to the touching story, to the plot, to the meta-ness. It's just an amazing game. 10 out of 10 experience. If any of y'all listening to this have never played Undertale, go do yourself a favor. <laughs> um, Bioshock, I would pit there. It is my favorite first-person shooter single-player game ever. It has such an amazing and interesting story with unique motifs and riffs of the first-person shooter genre, all while in an underwater dystopian Atlantis-type city. It's just a super fun game to play through. Makes you think, too. Um, Rainbow Six Siege is one of the most deep and competitive multiplayer games out there. Played it for almost, no, over 1,200 hours at this point. Jesus Christ, that's what my life is gone. (laughs) Um, Oh my god. Um, and I, while I didn't get to grow up with Halo, I started playing Halo games as soon as they started coming out on PC, and I enjoyed each and every one of them. Halo 3 has got to be my favorite in terms of multiplayer. Its story is pretty good, too, but the multiplayer is what I put my most time in. And then, the st- uh, mm, mm. and then Modern Warfare 2 is my favorite Call of Duty in the whole series because it has the most well-rounded out campaign and multiplayer, in my opinion. Like the, I feel like the campaign and the multiplayer both just scream out stereotypical COD and does it in just such a fantastic fashion to where even 10 years from now or 10 years later after it's been released, I will force myself to play it even with dealing with hackers just because it's so goddamn fun. <laughs> See, I feel the same way, but with Black Ops 2. But to be yeah. fair, I've never played Modern Warfare, so. Modern Warfare 2 is more Call of Duty than Black Ops 2, in my opinion. Really? Huh. It's just more, it focuses more on the explosiveness and the bombastic and the fast pacedness of the combat. Uh, but see, that's like my least favorite part. I feel like Black Ops 2 hits like a good little middle ground between not too fast, but still pretty fast. Eh. You haven't played Modern Warfare 2. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Whatever. Jeez. Hmm. All right, so. Time. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess what knock saver games are. This okay. is honestly okay. not exactly <laughs> sure. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. There's probably two different boomer shooters up there. I'm gonna guess one Ooh. of them is Unreal Tournament. <laughs> um, which one? Probably the first one. Incorrect. Okay, 2004. Then correct. There Damn. you go. Um. What else? I'm going to guess there's one other boomer shooter out there. I don't know the list of boomer shooters. Maybe like a Quake or something. I don't fucking know. Um, I'm going to guess a Pokemon game. That's correct. Type. You need to stop just saying a Pokemon game. I don't game. know right, Pokemon right, right. games. At least say I don't one know Pokemon the, games. You, you need to at Pokemon least say like, Ruby oh, on maybe Rails. it's Pokemon Ruby on <laughs> That's Rails. That's not even a thing. <laughs> Dude. It's a developer joke. Um, yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, oh it's technically... Technically the same as Musio's. Just the boomer version of it. Oh shit. Hey, let's go. <laughs> I I don't I don't know Pokemon. You're, Pokemon you're gold. talking to the wrong Pokemon Gold, I, baby. I couldn't I don't know Pokemon. We're taking over Sinnoh and Jodo, baby. Guess, I'm gonna guess Black Ops 2 Correct. is on your list. Correct. And then DDLC yeah, is on sure. your list. No, it's not. Ooh. Wow. Okay, Ooh. all right. Muzio, you, you gotta guess here. Gotta guess. What's I'm on gonna, the list for Nock? Well, I feel like we hit a bunch of the a bunch of hits, but I know that DDR is up there. DDR's got to be up there in a way. So 
absurd. I forgot about DDR. It's one of it's one of the versions of DDR, right? No. there's a shit ton of backstory on this but essentially it is the same game as ddr but it's called in the groove Mm, it's made by a different company it's not made by konami in fact actually konami sued this company over it and ended up inheriting their intellectual property it's called rdd it's called in the groove or itg oh okay and it's like if you some arcades like if you go to arcades you can find this machine still still around Hmm. It's just not crazy. that popular. It's just a much better, you know, four-panel dance game as opposed to DDR. Mm. I also feel like going off the one of the boomer shooter things. I feel like <laughs> either Quake, like the first one, or Duke Nukem 3D is on your favorite. I never really played Duke Nukem 3D. Dang it! Now <laughs> Quake could be on there, but there is another boomer shooter that was resurrected that is on my list but it's like i couldn't narrow it down to five i've got six hmm do tell do tell tell the whole list doom yeah okay so the old doom game back from was it like 1994 Mm -hmm. absolutely amazing game i absolutely love it i also have vr chat on here Oh, wow wow. that's okay your favorite shit okay absolutely I mean, it's not like it ha- it's not a game that has like any specific goal. It's not a story. It's just, it is just a, a social game, but I've never experienced anything like it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. That's why I didn't want to put it up there on my list. Cause yeah, honestly, cause it, it, would, it would, it would be like number seven on my list probably. Cause, cause it's like some, in, in some ways it doesn't really count as a game, but yeah. Like if I just got in there and I'm like all alone for the entire time that I'm in there, I could still have fun, but like not as much fun and there's like less of a point right like on your hey own guys, if you play, i want to like, change no. i want to change my list twitter is now my favorite game <laughs> oh shut up <laughs> <laughs> okay buddy anyway sorry to interrupt go ahead and uh, continue with the list uh, that was all of it really that's, that's it that we didn't so, 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 so wait oh wait what i forgot black ops was okay so your total list was it was unreal tournament yep. the original doom yep uh ddr ripoff spinoff better version of it yep <laughs> um pokemon gold and then vr chat yes. wow i wouldn't have guessed vr chat what a striking <laughs> list yeah <laughs> and, I, and the funny thing black is like ops- i feel like i've missed games that definitely have even more of an impact on my life <laughs> than these games like black ops 2 black ops 2 is in there yeah oh it was it was on your list yeah like i did say i did have six games on my list oh so he's cheating so he cheated i would say pumpkin eater i would say doom probably wouldn't have made the cut dang that's crazy dang bro that's crazy that's wild (laughs) you're out here balling all right so The, the, the next official question is what is a favorite song or two Muzio I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna force y'all to guess because I feel like that's just <laughs> way too way too out there Muzio what's a favorite song or two if you need to okay well my first one is a very recent development it's uh it's called what a life by Jarvan Thief uh it's like really like a lot of people don't know about it but it's a really like touching song it's about like 
life and like what if you take a turn to the left versus to the right whenever you're going home like what if you just don't go home one night and you just go live your life with your floor on a gas pedal and you just go it's like really like it was really touching i was like that's like it was like really like i made me contemplate my life and stuff and it really touched me you know so i put it on there because it's it's nice and like that whole album's really good too um and the next one is of course mf doom's doomsday that song is super cool i absolutely love that song that was like one of the songs that got me into like old school hip-hop and like that whole kind of sound so had to go on there it's kind of funny that you've got this song that's like brimming with meaning and like literally one of my songs is the the most stupidest meaningless songs ever (laughs) <laughs> can i take a guess at what one of your favorites is knock because I, I think don't, i know i don't think you would but is it by right Searle? is one of them by Searle? no i actually don't have any hardcore songs oh shoot then i don't know i don't know go for it so i i have one song that's probably you know above this song but obviously porter robinson and maddie and shelter Ooh, good so that's a that good song pick. In a way, it does does have a story. If you've seen the the anime music video for it, it's mm. absolutely incredible, incredibly touching. But "Meow" by Anna Managuchi. Ooh, huge! It's it's more to do with the the sonic aspects of it, as well as e- even to an extent, you know, some songs even have a visual aesthetic to them. You know, kind of like with Vaporwave, but with this specific song, there's this strange kind of 90s video game arcade feel to it and in fact i'm pretty sure the video was set in like an arcade and it's just it's incredibly fun to listen to incredibly reminiscent of those of those kind of sounds and it's Mm -hmm. it's just absolutely amazing cord you want to spill the beans as to your two favorite songs all right my two favorite songs i i would be i'd be surprised if you guessed okay first one i don't think any of y'all would guess um, wait, 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 wait. Can I guess who it's by? Sure. It, it's by either Toby Fox or the guy who wrote the uh, the Doom soundtrack, Mitch whatever his name. Mick Gordon. Uh, that's Mick, Mick Gordon. Gordon. I would say my, my second favorite song, which is kind of my alternate favorite song, is a Toby Fox song, but not my first. Okay, okay. It's going to be my, my favorite, probably one of my favorite songs, if not my favorite, would have to be Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, Ooh, that's okay. a good one. Mm. Yeah, no, I had a feeling you'd have like a classic rock, classic metal song. Yeah, oh, dude, of course. Yeah, I, I, I just I love classic rock and classic metal in particular. That's just my vibe. And then <laughs> okay. I literally have three different vibes with my music. It's either rock of some type or the Undertale soundtrack or Twenty One Pilots soundtrack. But we don't talk about Twenty One Pilots. <laughs> we'll focus on the Undertale. You know, I feel like it's it was really hard to come down to this one. Because I feel like all mm-hmm. the songs in the Undertale soundtrack, well, not all of them, but. No, the whole soundtrack, or, it, it, it's just like bangers or just like make you feel some. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, no partiality between the songs, but I think my favorite would have to be Spider Dance because that just one is just oh, such a bop. Okay. Such a bop. True. I enjoy yeah, it yeah, yeah. every time I listen to it. Oh, oh my God. God. That, <laughs> that reminds me of this one time. I was singing spider dance um while like doing some work in my garage and my little brother like <laughs> he like walks into the garage and he knows what i'm singing and so he just like starts like really loudly like screaming he's like 
at it like <laughs> right up in my <laughs> ear and he scares the shit out of me i jumped like three feet high and i it was the worst experience of my life because i was just vibing doing work and all of a sudden i got this annoying little Ugh. it was so like i was caught off guard it was the worst that sounds very unfortunate unfortunately none of my siblings have played undertale yet i, I bought <laughs> undertale for my my uh brother next one down whom i'm probably mm. closest to and i've been trying to force him to play and i think he's gotten he's gotten a little <laughs> bit in and it's what it's now almost september it's had it for 10 months almost barely oh. touched it oh wow we'll get it well i'll get it to him eventually i just love how you like constantly preach the gospel of undertale oh i really do oh yeah that <laughs> game's <laughs> It really is. It's though. a good it, game, though. If, if it wasn't it's, for you, I wouldn't have played it. Like I did play what? it originally. I I did play it originally because I've like I heard a lot about it, and like I played just maybe like the first half hour to an hour of it, and like I I didn't understand what the hype was about, and I just couldn't get like hooked into it. And oh. you, know, Cord, you were just like, no, you're missing out. Like you you're not grasping the the power of the story. And I'm like, okay, I'll give it a second shot and. Man, I, I was blown away. <laughs> it is just such... I feel like it just... Th- th- there's only two types of people. There's people po- before playing Undertale and people <laughs> after playing Undertale. It just gives you a completely <laughs> different outlook on life. It really does. It, I feel like... <laughs> more appreciative of things now. Oh my god. I can kind You're of see it, it like this aspects. life-changing experience, dude. It's a Cole, video Cole's game. Gonna start a cult. Colt's gonna start an Undertale cult. <laughs> the Undertale cult! No! Dude. Kind of like the cult of personality, but the cult of Undertale. Cord is actually the uh the real world incarnation of Frisk. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> no. Everyone talks about Ness being Sans, but what happens when Cord oh is actually god. Frisk? <laughs> dude, no. All right, can we move on to my my weird questions that I have for the week? All right, so, it- so 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 for the context <laughs> for the context for the context of the audience, no, we decided. No, no, I on- inter- no, 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 let me introduce my section. Can no, I no, introduce no, my section? No, come I will on, let man. you. I will let you deal with your section in a minute. All right, mm-hmm. okay, all right. Fine. So just for the context of the audience, we ha- we all have a Google <laughs> Doc. We have podcast <laughs> notes here. All right, we decided for the first episode we'd do those that those two sections, you know, and then we would uh-huh. each come up with like one piece of news to talk about for the podcast <laughs> and so i don't touch these podcast notes for like a whole you know like five days it's like i got i'm a busy man i got schoolwork to do and then i log into them friday and i see just 30 different questions of like more <laughs> get to know you questions and it's just like i know knock didn't do it i certainly haven't done it so there only must be one other person in this group the wild card ask, that would Pit down questions like <laughs> Can weird I just read the first one? about literally anything. <laughs> Can I read the first one? Uh, sorry, yeah, the first one would have been better as that joke. But oh well, punchline this. Go ahead. Go this ahead. was a str- yeah. Okay, so the I'm just gonna ask the question. All right, okay, and then I'll explain myself. But the first question is: Did you used to think that the moon was made of cheese as a kid? Just go, everybody, go. Who no. the hell? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, 
I had to do a double take. I had to do a double take on that one. I was just like, okay, okay. Let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. So I thought flat earthers were bad. Oh my God. Shut up, dude. Okay. Listen. So here, here's what messed me up. There was an episode of Wallace and Gromit. Like a claymation kind of show, like a really old show. And in one of the episodes, <laughs> they get launched up i think uh i can't even remember who's wallace and who is gromit but the dog he's like he gets launched into space and onto the moon or no maybe it was both of them i can't remember but they get launched to the moon and they're like oh my god it's made of cheese cheese gromit like <laughs> that's where that goes from and then they fly back down after they like harvest the moon cheese and then it turns out it's like not moon cheese or something like i don't even know but like for the longest time i was like the moon is made of cheese it just makes sense for some reason there's holes in the moon there's holes in cheese it just makes sense the moon's well, I mean, made like, of cheese wallace and Gromit isn't the only place that 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 kind of myth is portrayed but at the same time it's like like i've seen it in like children's books and stuff like as a kid but i've i'd never actually thought that it was always just kind of it was almost kind of like a primitive meme that the <laughs> the moon was cheese but never well, actually was, thought it as a small child i was fully convinced that, <laughs> that the moon was made of cheese that's awesome <laughs> yeah so that's the first question now and the second question is uh tell us some recent events in your life uh, I don't really know what I had in store for this question. These were kind of like I wrote these down in the spur of the moment. So probably something traumatic or crazy happened to me when I wrote this down. <laughs> but I don't remember what the actual event was. So like we're going to talk about traumatic things on this podcast. I mean, we could if you really, really want to. <laughs> if you Not on the first wanted, episode. Wanna... <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. Let's go with the no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Uh, next question was, uh, do you have, did you have any childhood pets? Personally, I'm gonna go with this one first. I had a lot. I had like, gosh, like three cats, two dogs. And we didn't have all these like all at once. This is just mm -hmm. like a record. Uh, we had like three cats, two dogs, uh, probably like four fish, two sugar gliders, or, um, there's another like honey bears. I think they're also called um what else we had we had a bunch of parakeets we had some lizards um i think that's it oh no we also had a turtle who i really liked i think that's all though <laughs> cord how about you um chickens oh nice <laughs> Dude, and siblings that's awesome <laughs> and siblings siblings are your pets oh my god less a little weird a little weird listen they, they mm -hmm. weren't pets but the amount of care and dedication that you had to put forth as the oldest of seven. Oh, the no, oldest of eight. I had seven younger. The oldest of eight. They're almost like taking care of a couple pets every once in a while. You know, felt like that. <laughs> oh my God. Sometimes. Certain seasons of life. How about you, Nock? Um, I actually had a lot of pets growing up. Um, so when when I was young, I don't I don't really remember too much about this one particular pet. We had a we had we had a lot of cats. Um when I was young, we had a cat that was just called Puss Puss. Uh, then we had we had a black cat called Minty. Um, so we had. Oh, I'm trying to think of all the cats we had. We had Tupac and Mozart. Yo, in the same roof. 
at the same at the, after you know those two other cats had passed, we ended up inheriting two other cats, Tupac and Mozart. Yep, at the same time. Under the same roof, that album must have been crazy. <laughs> Tupac and Mozart on God? Let's go. Been, yep. That would have been unbelievably hard. And I'm trying to think of the other cats that we had. I know we had a cat called Topaz. I can't remember. Aww. There was a cat called Ginger. Um, I, I'm pretty sure there were other cats, but I can't remember their names. Um, but we did also have a mm. dog for a while, and he was a Tibetan Spaniel, and we called him Tibby. That's a yep. cute name. Aww, that's <laughs> I like cute. That. All right, Musio, Aww. for the sake of time, I don't think we have enough time to go through all of these questions, so I will allow you to pick one more question we can oh, all go shoot. through. Maybe we can make it a <laughs> weekly thing to where we just answer a random question about ourselves and talk about it, and that'll be the open okay, of our podcast. Yeah, 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 Something yeah. like that. But nevertheless, um, pick one more off this list. Shoot, I'm between the last two. I'm looking at them. I, so I you should just go with that, the last one. Just go with the last yeah, one. I'm th- I, yeah, I'm thinking about going with the last one, which is what do you think is the best bending in Avatar The Last Airbender? Personally, personally, I think it's fire. Do I have Why any so? opposition? You can't just say such a bold statement like that and go, <laughs> yeah, that's it. You can't I just can, go, yeah, first of all, I the can. world is a square. What's your reasoning? <laughs> My reasoning is that uh, a lot of, like, if you think about it, a lot of machinery is powered by fire, like steam and stuff like that. And yeah, sure, you could argue like water benders and like steam engines and all that, but like you got to have the heating element to, in order to make a steam engine function. Therefore, making fire benders one of the most practical forms of bending around there, like in an industrial sense, it just makes they're, they're the best. And at a convenience sake, imagine being able to light a candle all the way across the room or like just like singeing, like if you want to get somebody's attention, just like send a little fireball at them and just like, like little, like just get their attention or something. And you will see. Don't them. try this at home. But when you want to get your attention of mommy, <laughs> just send her over a quick fireball. That'll get her attention. The burn it would on work. the cheek. It would work. Would work. It would work. It'll get your mother's attention. She will hang It'll up work, the phone man. for you. Imagine the class pranks whenever you're in school, you just like set the like the paper bin on fire. It'd be crazy. And then the and then the teacher could just like take it out in an instant and be like, oh, these kids. <laughs> it would be crazy. Or you or you Our world that, would be that, so different. It would or be you'd insane. Have that, get, or you had that crazy teacher from like the Incredibles who's like, coincidence? I think not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that kid in the back oh snapped his fingers 15 times. <laughs> Okay, well, what do you think is the best bending then, Cord? It's totally got to be wind, bro. Wind is just what? too OP. Wind is what? too OP. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Talk about you, you, you can just you can just blow everything if you want to talk about production. You don't need a fire. You need you need the wheels oh, of I don't industry need to, to be bend turned air in order to blow everything. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that coming a mile away, man. You just you just left that way too open. Go on. Listen, man, we're trying on. to keep this fucking podcast fucking family friendly. Could you please stop with the Since windows? When? Since when? It's, it's going to be Since really friendly, family friendly. Family friendly. That was the. It was. Man, it, I don't. Dude, I man, just this is the fucking family five fucking F-bombs. friendly that podcast. This is. <laughs> Show this to your fucking grandparents. All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
it's got to be wind because it, it's just they wind literally is the counter to everything. Mm. 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 No, no. What are the practical yeah. applications? Like planes wind and is stuff, everywhere. Maybe? Wind is everywhere. Like, just literally anything. Literally anything. You need a train. You need a train to go forward on a track. Just blow it forward. You need the wheels. You would need of like thirteen fast- people to do that. That's a that's a heavy train. You just, need one like powerful, so you just need one powerful. You just need one powerful no. windbender. You know. No. I mean, couldn't no, you theoretically do the that. same shit with the file? average person? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could. You could, no, actually, you could get the engine moving with fire. I don't know what you mean. You could fire that shit up. You just that'd be a better solution. Whatever. You can be Wind a self-contained jet engine. Wind is still better. Oh, oh my god. Wind is better. Wind is not better. Knock. What do you think? So, like, I haven't seen any of Avatar. Oh nah, we we canceled the podcast. Nah. <laughs> Nah. All right, guys, this is a wonderful pilot episode. However, because we ran out of funding, we will not be able to continue. It has been a lovely time for getting to know y'all. Um, play the please. outro. Yeah, outro play now. <laughs> Imagine. Oh Imagine. For real, tell us so. So, like... So... I feel like I need some kind of context here. Like, okay, for the four content for the context, there's four different types of bending in the Avatar: The Last Airbender series. There's you can either bend earth, water, air, or fire. Okay, so I assumed that much. What does bending mean? It means like, you can like control it. Like you can you can it's move. Like, like it's waterbenders like can move water. Okay. Yeah, like think of like Jedi, but of different elements, basically. Yeah. I'm honestly kind of thinking more a little bit, I guess, capitalistic here, but like, I feel like earthbending could be really, really useful in terms of making money. See, earthbending is my second. I'm not going to lie. Earthbending is really useful. But like, at the end of the day, I still feel like fire wins. Maybe. Because while you throw rocks at me, I will burn your feet. (laughs) I will scorch the earth you stand on. All right, beautiful. So I'm glad we could wrap that debate up. That That's air such a is weird just pause. the best. Air is just the best bending possible. Now we will get onto the mm, news sure. for our first topic. I will let the man, the myth, the legend, Knock V himself, give his dissertation on this wonderful topic of OnlyFans. But you can't even spell Don't dissertation. Do it right hey, now, man. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do Listen, it. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to log into Grammarly real quick. Give me just one hot second, boys and girls. Oh my god! It's like I, I almost feel like this is kind of becoming old news already because it's, it's already the. I spelled the wrong fuck. <laughs> you fucking you idiot. <laughs> At least I admitted it. At least I admitted it. Here, take two, take two, take two, take two. No, no, you don't get it. Don't try again. You've you've already fucking failed. (laughs) Also, to speak to the fact that this I missed the T. I missed the T. Oh my god, this idiot spelled it wrong. Oh no. I don't care. I don't care. Oh my gosh. Okay. Context. Context. We need to like disclaim this, all right? So this news is like it's like kind of outdated, but it got outdated within the week. So we like still, we kind of ran with it. Uh, this episode's being recorded on the 29th of August, uh, 2021. So 
Eh, take it or leave it. I mean, it's interesting to talk about nonetheless. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Already, like I think it was like literally two or three days ago, the the news broke that kind of everything flipped around. But we'll we'll go through the entire thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're essentially talking about OnlyFans here and the fact that they were planning to ban uh, any kind of sexual content, which is interesting considering considering that that is ninety eight percent of their platform. Jeez. Is that an official number or is, is that, that a bloated like, number? I don't think it's an official number, but 98 seems kind of low to me. 98. <laughs> I, I feel like 90 would be more accurate you really think because so? it is like a lot. I, I just. Okay. The real question is, have you ever ran into an only fans page that wasn't? No. no. Sexual. No. Dude, I'm thinking more like a 99.999. Like they cut themselves <laughs> down at their own feet. Oh, Yes, actually, wait, didn't Ben Shapiro's sister have an OnlyFans that wasn't sexual? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I feel like this was a thing. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's, I'm pretty sure that was a thing. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah. Of course, Ben Shabibo would. His sister. <laughs> no, his my sister. Bad. His sister. The Shabibo name. Shabibo. <laughs> so, essentially, what happened was uh, OnlyFans decided to say, oh, we're, we're going to be phasing out banning this content in like October. And the excuse that they gave was that their payment providers, the, the businesses and banks that they used for processing payouts to the individuals was pretty much saying, you know, we can't support this kind of content. Um, and there's a lot of kind of conspiracy as to why that happened. But in general, the financial industry is, has always been pretty against uh, you know, sex positive sex worker markets because they're pussies. <laughs> you could say that. So, <laughs> one family one. fucking friendly. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this, this there's nothing family friendly about this right now. <laughs> so, one of the things, the ways that I, because I'm, I've always been like a big proponent of uh, cryptocurrencies. I always thought. It would be really good to get the power out of the banks and into the people by using uh, cryptocurrencies for this kind of platform. And it, it would be possible. Um, and a, a lot a of people have mentioned that in regards to what, what's happening with OnlyFans or what happened with OnlyFans. Um, but the issues with that were that cryptocurrencies have a lot of issues with fees and the fees can tend to be pretty substantial. So a lot of people kind of burn money just by moving money around with crypto because of the massive you know, cost of the fees. Some cryptocurrencies try to alleviate that, but they're not really in the mainstream yet. I mean, you know what mm. I say, if you're willing to burn money on paying for your porn and not just going to Pornhub, you might as well burn a little <laughs> extra in uh, yeah. crypto fees. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because the internet, but, there, there's like a lot of free uh, material out there is what I'm going to call it because I think that's funny. And that's true. But there is a market for kind of niche material, oh, no, custom absolutely. material. Yeah. And that's and there, like, there are people, amateur people that have more than willing to provide i guess yeah and there's also like free content versus a paid for content there's also like a quality level mm -hmm. that's going to be very different or just like other stuff like that yeah so hmm. so one of the one of the things that happened was and this this was kind of a um some something that happened with Pornhub previously was that there is a i guess I, I want to say hyper-religious, but I don't really know that that's the case, but there are a very 
puritanical, very anti-pornography group called Exodus Cry. And when things happened with Pornhub, they they were marketing themselves to to sex workers in a way to say that Pornhub needed re- better regulation against things like you know, revenge porn. Um, Ooh. I guess you know, um, you know, sex trafficking as well, and other things. Which, to be fair, unless I'm just completely in the dark about some certain aspects of all this stuff that happened with Pornhub a few months ago, mm-hmm. I'm totally in favor of what happened with Pornhub. Yeah, of so regu- am I. regulating regulating the porn so that stuff like CP and like revenge porn and stuff like that doesn't get circulated around on a free platform yeah absolutely yeah that makes sense so this exodus cry group essentially got a ton of funding from people on both sides of the spectrum both from people who were in sex positive industries as well as you know people who were the puritanical anti-porn people and they they put themselves out there as if they were uh in in favor of doing what the the people in the sex industry wanted. But the, what they essentially did was they pressured Visa and MasterCard into not dealing with Pornhub and they essentially got their payment provider canceled. Mm. Um, Interesting. So now Pornhub does go with a, a, an external payment provider, but now I guess one of the good things that happened out of that was now Pornhub only allows verified users. And there is like a third party platform, I think called Yodi that actually verifies users, make sure that they're real people, make sure that their actual, their content is being uploaded with consent of them, which is a very good step forward, but it does kind of suck for them. The conspiracy is, is that this group Exodus Cry did the exact same thing to OnlyFans and essentially targeted Ah. their banks, telling, you know, telling their banks, Hey, we've got a lot of support, a lot of money. We're going to fund lobbying against the banks to essentially stop doing business with OnlyFans. And that seemed to have worked for a while. But, um, you know, all of this information was very credible and reliable, and we were ready to go into deep discussion about all of it. Until OnlyFans decided to go, yeah, we reneging on that one. Don't worry, everything's right as rain. Yeah, Forget this, about our October 1st deadline. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They this, went this back had, on everything. This had an incredible amount of backlash on the internet. There are a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's actually kind of interesting because, like, there are people that I know, people that I'm friends with on Facebook who, after this, you know, whole thing went down, I had no idea they were actually, you know, they produce content for OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, the, this whole controversy has had a lot of negative effects for people because there are a lot of people who are able to at least, either at least supplement their paychecks with a, a considerable amount of money or actually even make it their full-time job. And it's kind of crap that, you know, some people have had their entire livelihood threatened by this, you know, this group of people who just dislike porn. Mm. Well, we don't, we don't know what actually happened because your original uh, theory of what had happened seems to be completely disavowed as all the credit card companies are fine and OnlyFans is going to be operating back to normal. So in reality, I don't think anyone except people in OnlyFans know what really happened. Yeah, I don't, all. I don't yeah, know like, if there's any proof. This wasn't confirmed or anything, was it? Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no at least Exodus in, Christ. Uh, at least in the case wow, of what happened with Pornhub, yes, it is confirmed, it is proven. Well, yeah, but as and that is arguably today and now. 
it has arguably had positive effects on them, but for OnlyFans, not so much. Yeah, huh. there's there's no no idea of what happened with OnlyFans, but nevertheless, they were gone. No one, including myself, was gonna have no money to spend to no cam girl. <laughs> but now, all of a sudden, we are free to get get ripped off and get free very nice content again well it's yeah i mean it's not it, you're not getting ripped off if you're getting very nice content that's what you're that's exactly what you're paying for <laughs> well yeah well apparently yeah. they uh completely backflipped on this uh, on this uh, decision they uh, i'm guessing <laughs> once they realized the fallout of what the hell this was going to do to their business because they are essentially not going to have any money anymore if everybody leaves their platform um, they apparently had, uh, assurances from their banking providers that it wasn't going to be an issue anymore. So everybody's happy. It was literally like watching an anthill that you like step on, <laughs> like all the little ants like come out and go crazy for like three or four days while this was all <laughs> going on. Yeah. And then all of a sudden everything was just calm. It was crazy. Like I, I, I haven't seen the internet, like get this riled up about something in like a while. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, it's been, it's been quite a few months, you know, almost <coughs> almost like nine any, months. Yeah, almost like nine months, you know, ever since Call Me Carson <laughs> disappeared from uh, YouTube and then decided oh, to appear again. Talking about it. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> nice transition there. Thank you very much. You know, sponsorships take note. I can do smooth transitions, baby. <laughs> They're not smooth if you talk about them. Shut up, Knock. Let me talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Hush your mouth. <laughs> Anyways, I think that was a beautiful segue into our next piece of news: is Call Me Carson's return uh, after almost nine months of silence. Uh, Call Me Carson, or I'm just going to refer to him as Carson, uh, came back with a kind of an apology video. Um, as a quick summary for those of you who may have forgotten or just didn't follow it. Um, Call Me Carson's a big Minecraft-ish YouTuber. Ben Gru He's just a big name in the YouTube scene. Yeah, big name in the YouTube scene. He's grown popular over the past two, three years. Um, yeah. And it was released that it was released publicly in January that Carson, as a 19-year-old, had been sexting and grooming a 17-year-old fan. And included trading photos and stuff like that. The um, quote-unquote apology video didn't actually include uh actual apology it seemed more of that he wanted to move on from this whole situation and he kind of it was more of like he it seemed from the video that he kind of felt bad but he just didn't want to like give an apology for some reason right he just kind of yeah. wanted to move on and in light of that he wants to try and turn this situation into a good situation by <laughs> he's gonna be picking up streaming again on his twitch platform and for the next year donating all profits from his youtube and twitch i suppose to a different charity every month yeah, I honestly, I, I feel I have mixed, very mixed feelings about yeah. that video because like I really was wanting him to like make like an actual apology and go like more into detail about things. But on the other hand, I know it is like it's a personal matter and like we don't need to know like it's it's his life, you know, all that kind of stuff. But like, I, I don't know. I just feel like he should have said a little bit more because people are still going to be pretty mad with him when he makes his I, comeback like people are going to be asking like crazy even though he asks like hey guys please don't please don't talk about this like people are going to ask anyways oh, like well, i think i think and i think is, it's I think, great i think it's great that he's doing the charity stuff though oh, i yeah, just totally. wish that we would have gotten more closure on the situation what i think is 
kind of like I get it, but I f- I think first off I don't think Carson could have said literally anything and people would still be bugging him from years to come, just because yeah. of that's how the internet. So I don't think saying or making a more dramatized apology video would have changed anything in that regard. Second off, the kid's nineteen. Think about that. He's our age. Yeah, true. And this kid's over here making millions on YouTube. Maybe not millions, but close enough. And having to deal with all of the stress of being a content creator and making YouTube videos and doing Twitch streams and all that jazz. And then, like, that wasn't his only debacle last year. He had a whole big thing with his girlfriend, too, or whatever, with his cheating Uh, girlfriend and all that stuff. I don't remember half that stuff. I just remember he was innocent in that stuff. But that kid's been through a lot. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Like, I'm thinking about my life right now, and I'm just like, if I had, like, legal trouble and, like, all this cancel culture shit on me as well, oh, fuck. That's, that's a lot. That's a whole fucking lot. And I'm not saying, look, I don't want to have anyone take me in, out of context, saying that I'm completely defending Carson. I'm not. He, I don't think you should be sexting fans like that, because even if Definitely it is not. A, even if it's in a quote-unquote, like, I feel like maintaining a quote-unquote pure relationship in that sense is hard as you're a youtuber and you're gonna be a big person bigger person than the other person so thus you're always gonna have somewhat Mm. sort of popular sway over them to somewhat manipulate them whether you intentionally are doing it or not i think you should have been definitely a lot more mindful of that but i'm just saying to have some sympathy on the kid like this he's not even a full-grown adult yet i mean at at 19 years old how do you navigate those kind of relationships while take into account the power dynamic like how do you do that without like without abusing it i guess i really don't know i mean there, there is or at least without the, like, without the perception of it being abused yeah yeah the, like there is a way but like he's inexperienced he's young and like he just doesn't he doesn't know what he's doing I mean, honestly like yeah he, he could have if, if i didn't actually see the video but if he could have actually apologized for the you know the, the power dynamic issue, I think a lot of people could have gotten over it. Yeah, that's why I'm still kind of like, I don't know. I really do like his content on the one hand, but on the other hand, like, I really wish he would have like said something more, I guess. Like if he had at least like acknowledged it a little more than, I don't know, whatever we else we've had for the last nine months. <laughs> which has just been a cloud of mystery and accusations and stuff. Like, I don't know. Very mixed feelings about that, that whole situation. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of celebrities tend to hit the mark, tend to not hit the mark when it comes to apologies. Yeah, but then again, you, you have to remember they're human, just like yeah. Gord said, they're ni- he's 19 years old. Yeah, he's human. I mean, he's free. He's gonna make mistakes. Nineteen so. is definitely not that mature, but he had nineteen months. Sorry, he had nine months to come up with a decent apology. Right, and I'm sure he had other people that were like above him, like trying to like counsel him and like tell him like maybe what would be some good advice on how to get back into this and stuff like that. So Possibly. I don't I know. It just of, doesn't. I think at the end of the day, it, it feels weird. Yeah, it, it it feels a little weird, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's none of our business. Sure. Yeah. He's in all actuality just a content creator. You know, yeah. Content creators don't have to share their personal life. And I mean, I'm assuming 
I don't think there was any legal repercussions for all of that. But I don't know, but just like the danger of it. Like that would psych me out if it was me. I'd be like, oh God. Yeah, but nevertheless, I hope that he's learned his lesson. And I, for one, will be glad to see his YouTube videos pop up again in my feed. Yeah, yeah, I'll be happy to have him back. For sure. I need I need a DeviantArt part five. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. Alright, so do we want to talk about Cord, do you want to talk about one of your points or should I talk about one of my points? Because I only I'll have let, one I'll, other thing on here. I'll, I'll I'll let you I'll let you go with your point. Okay, so my point, uh kind of a smaller thing, honestly. But uh Nintendo shut down uh another Smash tournament uh this this past week uh Riptide Super Smash Bros. You're Rose. kidding. Yeah. Not Nintendo oh, no, shutting down a Smash tournament. Oh, I'm so fucking pissed at Nintendo for doing this, dude. <laughs> why why Just do they do people this? People have their fun for legal reasons because they're like, oh, they're using the Super Smash Bros. name and it's like not approved by us, and they're holding tournaments that aren't approved by. They're being oh, I hate it, man. Okay, I so hate I watched. It. I watched. It's so I watched. Bad. It was it was a completely separate video about just uh, it was I can't remember who who did it. It was about like something about like the cult of Nintendo. It was a really <laughs> well done video about just the history of Nintendo. And I think the guy at the very end made an interesting fact to where Nintendo was kind of born out of this weird period in older game history to where like the games industry was basically dying because any popular like uh, game would have a ton of different watered down copycats that weren't as good. And so Nintendo oh, kind of yeah. came That's in true. and was like, came in and was like, okay, our games are going to have our seal of approval and they're going to meet this sort of quality. Yep. And that's what kind of saved the gaming industry. And that's why Nintendo games are the way they are. Like there aren't very, there are very, very few bad Nintendo games. There may be some True. Nintendo games that you don't prefer, but all of them work on a very functional level and provide very engaging and interesting experiences. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't say that but about a lot of other companies. And so like, I, just, I think that almost uh, archaic of archaic stature of anything that has to do with our name has to meet a certain standard is really killing off things like the modding of their games or the it also kills off the entire games. It, it it kills the competitive like side of things that's oh, not absolutely. absolutely Nintendo directed like because there's local tournaments that still happen no matter what Nintendo says like all the time. Like literally, I, I bet I could find one that's going to happen during this month in my city yeah. right now. And there's going to be nothing to do with Nintendo about the tournament. And even if Nintendo comes in and shuts it down, there's probably going to be somebody else hosting something else like in a different location, like somewhere else. And just, like it, it won't kill it. So it's not helping Nintendo at, at all to like shut it down. And if they embraced it, then they would have like an esports like thing come out of it, which would be profitable. Like it would be sick. Have you seen how many people love to watch like like melee? It's it's insane. There's a lot of people watching melee. I, I don't remember um, how many people were watching the past. Um, what was it? Summit? Or no, not yeah. Summit. Uh, was no, it Summit? Summit? Okay. I think I think it was Summit. Yeah, I think Summit's the Smash yeah. thing. It was over like ten thousand. I think maybe twenty thousand. It was a lot of people. I was like, ay, ay, ay. But they didn't shut that one down. But like, they shut down this small little tournament. And like, oh, come on, man. Like, just let there be a competitive scene. It would, it would literally be helpful. Cause it's like, it's people talking about your game and promoting your game for free. 
and all they're doing is playing it at a competitive level. So wait, are there official tournaments for this game? No. I don't then think I, I, there's I, not. The, the whole the whole I think the whole Nintendo Smash controversy is like that's like an iceberg type of thing to where how deep you want to go. It is, right? yeah. And I'm at like a I'm basically I'm just at a surface level of Nintendo is shitty with Nintendo's a really good game developer, really shitty shitty game company. And that's the yes. way the cookie yeah. crumbles. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good summary. So they're not like, willing uh, to embrace it, the need or the the demand for competitive play official like nope but at the same time no. they they want to ban any competition what just for using copyrighted content as part of their promo material or whatever correct like well because yeah. they they don't like modding and a lot of smash games smash like smash melee stuff involves modding modding like, controllers right or it involves no, no, just um, modding of the game because like i can't remember i don't remember what smash um like circuit it was called but there's like one that was shut down right near the beginning of covid because it used a modified version of melee that allowed internet connectivity oh, oh slippy uh, yeah there's a there's a thing uh for the dolphin emulator called slippy that'll let you basically turn melee into an online game wow and that's how a lot of people like practice and stuff like they'll they'll do online tournaments and stuff that makes sense which like sure they they shut down that main one at the beginning of covid but other people have hosted tournaments using slippy across the like uh it's the worst it's so dumb and i am upset to see another small tournament get taken down which this was for uh smash ultimate but like still it's it's ridiculous it kind of kind of reminds me of what happened. You know, I was talking before about the the game ITG. So Konami decided at uh, like back in the you know, mid two thousands, they weren't going to make any DDR games anymore. They they stopped at the eighth one, and they said we're not making any more. And there was still so much demand for the game that a game company came out and made their own, and then made it so that uh, you know people who operated arcades could buy upgrade kits for official DDR machines to install their mm. software on it. And that was the thing that actually screwed them over and got them, you know, successfully sued, I guess, by Konami. The fact that they allowed yeah, these upgrade kits. Yeah, that sounds like it would do it. But yeah, it's like Konami couldn't understand that there was still such demand for the game that people would rather make their own new game than try and force them to, to make another game because they're just not going to do it. Yeah. I, I, like, why does it feel like companies are so blind? Well, I mean, like, it's the worst, man. This this might be kind of something that's lost in translation between, um, I guess, Japanese and Western culture. Because like oh, Konami, because you know, Konami didn't care because all all of the the demand from for for this game was out of the Western culture. Like there are ITG machines in Japan, like one of them, but <laughs> <laughs> but nobody nobody cared about it at that point. It was kind of like. It was kind of Western players that reinvigorated the DDR scene because there are new DDR games now. There's like five of them since. Hmm. Dang. But yeah. RIP Rock Band. Competitive gaming is dying and it's because of the companies that run it. Well. Sag. That's. That is. <laughs> That I'm is being sad. Dramatic. I feel. Nah, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of truth to that statement, and I feel like I could go down a rabbit hole of things that I see and stuff. But mm -hmm. I think we should save that for another podcast episode. Oh as yeah, we we're in rounding. Hour, we? We're rounding the hour mark at oh, the shit. moment. Woo! So, boys, we did it. 
<laughs> we did it, lads. <laughs> End of the first episode. Um, Muzio, where can people see you elsewhere besides this podcast? Uh, you can find me on Twitch. Uh, it's twitch.tv slash Muzio, M-U-Z-I-0-H underscore. I'm going to get rid of that underscore soon, hopefully. Uh, and also you can find me on Twitter. I'm really active there. Uh, my at is uh, at It's Muzio, you know, same spelling as before without the underscore. Knock, where can we find you, buddy? Uh, I don't really use Twitter that much, but I do have one. It's NOCV. Uh, I do have a website, NOCV.net, I think. You know, all my music kind of ends up there. You can get a link to my Discord there. Um, and then Twitch, I do- Knock is also, Knock is a uh, music artist and the two of us are streamers. Yeah. We should have mentioned this maybe like, oh, I don't know, an hour ago. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. Keep on rolling. That would have been go. good context, huh? But I do, oh, I wow. do stream <laughs> at least right now consistently every two weeks on every second Thursday. Uh, next Thursday, I won't have a stream, but Thursday after. Thursday, Thursday. That's right. I do stream a DJ set every now and then, and that is twitch.com slash twitch.tv slash NOCV. What about you, Cord? Cord, work. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is going to be really complicated, guys. You can find me on practically any platform Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, even Reddit at Cord underscore gamer. Your boy is there. And look Anyways. at this weirdo. He's got his branding all in line. Oh, what the, oh, easy. <laughs> and accessible. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the Meme and Die podcast. I am one of your hosts, Quarter Underscore Gamer, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Ladies!